Good morning, listeners. Today, I continue our discussion on the topic, Freedom in Christ, by answering the following questions. How did we become slaves to sin in the first place? And what is God's rescue plan for his children? Before I begin, let me say Happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Being a father is an awesome privilege and responsibility. God has afforded a man the privilege of becoming involved in the creation process. It is also an awesome responsibility in that the things we do as father can affect our children for life, whether positively or negatively. We have discussed so far in our series the need for all human beings to be set free from the slavery of sin and how to live once being set free. But there is a question of how we became slaves to sin in the first place, and what is the plan of God to set us free. To understand how is it that we became slaves to sin, we need to trace events back to our first father, Adam. Romans 5 verse 12 states, Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, and death through sin, and in this way, death came to all men because all sinned. This first man is Adam. When Adam was created by God, he was physically and spiritually alive in that he lived in an intimate relationship with God who was his source of life. However, God did not create a robot. He created Adam with the ability to choose because he wanted Adam's reciprocal love, which is based on choice. Adam, however, chose to ignore the warning God had issued regarding disobedience and chose to sell himself as a slave to sin and the devil. Instead of a loving relationship with God, he chose allegiance with the devil. As a consequence of his action, he experienced physical death and partial spiritual death. He did not die physically right away. He was to live for 930 years before he died. However, he experienced spiritual death in that he no longer could see God. The intimacy with God was broken. However, God in his mercy delayed ultimate spiritual death, which will come about at the judgment in order to put into effect his rescue plan in the coming of Christ to earth. The effect of our first father's action is that all his descendants, the rest of humankind, are born as slaves to sin. We all experience physical death and are all destined for spiritual death. This is the legacy Adam's action has forced upon us. This is the state of affairs we are born into, and we continue to perpetuate the situation by our own actions. And there is no other way to get out of the mire caused by our sins. However, in his love for his prized creation, who are created in his own image, he executed his rescue plan by sending his son to suffer the consequences of Adam's and our own rebellion. So now we look 
at the plan God has put in place to set us free. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, we are told, For in Adam all died, so in Christ all will be made alive. So it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being, and the last Adam, a life-giving spirit. Jesus Christ is that last Adam. Like Harriet Tubman in the USA, who made several missions to the South to rescue people from slavery, Jesus came to earth to rescue those enslaved to sin. In John chapter 8, Jesus shares his rescue mission which was assigned to him by the Father. Jesus states, For I have come down from heaven, not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I shall lose none of all those he has given to me, but raise them up at the last day. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life and I will raise them up at the last day. In Christ Jesus, all who have been set free from slavery to sin has been made alive. In other words, we have been given eternal life. This means that we will not experience ultimate spiritual death. The most well-known verse in Scripture, John 3.16, explains the reason for the rescue mission. It states, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Though Adam, as well as we have, chosen to disobey God, he has never stopped loving us. He desires that each of his darling of creation be in an intimate love relationship with himself. As such, he is willing to forgive man of all his sins, bearing the full consequences of our actions upon himself, knowing that we cannot be free from the imprisonment we have caused upon ourselves. So God in his Son came to earth to take upon himself the, our sins so that we do not perish, that is, we do not experience everlasting spiritual death. Those who choose to accept this gift will experience everlasting life, which begins the very moment we accept the freedom package offered in Christ. Jesus is the last Adam, in that whereas in Adam all experience death, physical and ultimately spiritual death, in Christ all who believe in him will have life, meaning that though they may experience physical death, they will never experience spiritual death. This is explained to us by Jesus when at the tomb of his friend Lazarus, he explained, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And the one who lives by believing in me will never die. In closing, I would like to leave a word to fathers. All humans have been born into sin because of our first father, Adam. Jesus, who is the last Adam, has come to rescue us from slavery and to give us life. Fathers, 
If you have not accepted this freedom that Jesus offers, do so today. In Ephesians chapter 6, there is an instruction to fathers. It says, Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. You need to first break the cycle of slavery in your family by becoming free in Christ so that the love of the Heavenly Father will fill your heart. And then you will be able to pass this love on to your children. You will also need to lead your children to faith in Christ so that they too might be free from the shackles of slavery to sin. Set you and your family free. In other words, put on your seatbelt first so that you can help those you love experience this freedom. Once again, have a wonderful Father's Day. See you next week when we will look at why some who have been freed feel as if they are still in slavery and how to overcome this feeling. Blessings to you all.